some investors could get behind. I thought it was quite different, and I think just nobody was doing that at that time, or very few companies were doing it at the time. What? Why was that? What? What were companies doing instead, and was Wall Street largely rewarding them for something else? I mean, this is probably going to be, you know, in the history is one of the great bubbles, right? So there was certainly that psychological overlay to this. I think there are a fair number of entrepreneurs that probably started companies and launched companies to sell them to make lots of money rather than build an enduring business or franchise. It's true. A lot of people got rich that way in the dot-com bubble of the late 90s. But Bezos and Covey were playing a different game. Essentially, they wanted to invest the cash Amazon made into new initiatives instead of letting it drop to the bottom line. And Amazon was making lots of investments. For example, in 1999 alone, Amazon opened five warehouses, including the one in Coffeyville that we talked about in a previous episode. And then it filled them with inventory. It's a lot to spend up front, but it let the company grow its sales for several more years. My colleague Kara Swisher interviewed Kobe back in 1999 for the Wall Street Journal. I did, and this is what she said to me. I learned that it does no good to tell people what they want to hear in order to get them to buy the stock. So I've repeated again and again that this is for the long term and we are building an enduring company. I don't think you can get more clear than that. Joy Covey left Amazon in the year 2000. Tragically, in 2013, she died in a biking accident. She was only 50 years old. At her funeral... Jeff Bezos said, quote, Joy was more substance over optics. She was a long-term thinker. Now that Amazon is worth almost a trillion dollars, it's easy to see that the company's gambles paid off. But it was not easy getting there. Wall Street wasn't always okay with Amazon's approach. Its first decade as a public company was, at best, a roller coaster. Amazon lost $6 million, then $31 million, then $125 million, then $19.99, $720 million. Here's Mary Meeker again. The losses were a lot bigger than expected, and the stock performance was bad. If you look at a lifetime stock chart for the decade after the IPO, it was basically a disaster. Let's start in 1998. Only one year after raising $54 million in its IPO, Amazon once again needed cash. One common way to raise money after an IPO would be to sell more shares. But Joy Covey, the CFO, didn't want to do that. Making more stock available would mean current shareholders would suddenly own less of the company. So Covey came up with a different plan, something that had never been done 